Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. So the Astros uh, got their asses kicked last night. 7 nothing, and uh, the game was ugly. Good news is it's one game. Uh, you can always bounce back. You win one game today, then it becomes a three-game series, and you take home field advantage back. So uh, that's – look, I'm not overly concerned about that. At least I'm not overly concerned about losing the game 7 nothing or, or Lance giving up five home runs. It's a one-time deal. Baseball is fascinating in that way. Is Stuff shouldn't carry over, right? That shouldn't carry over to today. You throw somebody else out there, you have a better start, and you win a one nothing ball game, and all of this is forgotten it does not matter. So I'm not overly concerned. I, there are some elements I'm concerned about because I, I do believe in momentum. I'm also I'm, I'm kind of a hypocrite. I am a believer in momentum, but I'm also a believer in momentum is only as good as the next day's starting pitcher. That old cliche. Because, again, you come out today and pitch your asses off, throw a shutout, win one nothing. The game yesterday truly did not matter. It's the best two out of three series. You've stolen home field advantage back at that point. So I'm not concerned from that angle, but I do feel that Philly wants it more, and I hate saying that. It's so trite, and it's so bogus, and it's so lame, but I think there's an element of that, and that's something to get into in a little bit, but I I do want to go with this to start. I saw this video of Mattress Mac yelling at a Philly person, basically telling him to go fuck himself. He's like, fuck you. I've never seen Mac in that kind of position before. Now, granted, I've only known Mac for five, five, six years, and I see him in public settings a lot. So, again, most of the time you're not going to be telling people to go fuck themselves in a public setting. So you don't see Mac behind the scenes. But I do talk to Mac a lot when the cameras aren't there. When when I used to live in Houston, I would go visit Mac uh, at the store, me and Jim would pretty frequently just go over, say hi. When we go to lunch, we'd pop in, see what Mac's up to, see how he's doing. So that was pretty common. And, I mean, he's obviously not the exact same guy when it's just the three of us sitting together as he is when someone walks into the store, the cameras are there, whatever. Like, I'm not saying he's disingenuous. I'm saying he's like all of us are. You know what I'm saying? It's like Howard Stern wasn't always wacky and zany and talking about tits and everything. But when he was doing a radio show, he was wacky and zany and throwing baloney on people's asses and talking about tits and ass and vaginas. At home, he was probably just sitting there 
watching Family Matters. Like It's different. Jim Rome is not the same guy off the air as he is on the air. People play a role, and I don't think that makes you disingenuous. I think that just makes you a, a performer, and I think everybody takes their real personality and elevates it a certain percentage when they're a performer. But I believe that Mac is authentic. I think that Mac is a smart businessman. He knows what he's doing. Um, you know, He knows these bets get him a lot of, t- of attention. He knows that giving mattresses to veterans gives him a lot of attention. He gets. He's a great businessman. That does not make him a bad person. It does not make him a fraud. He is a great businessman. And I've told you this about Mac. When we went to the Super Bowl, and uh, and I got us kicked off of Radio Row, which is a total bogus bullshit thing. But um, when when that happened, the whole world was pissed at me. Like I was one of the top trends in the country. My face is all over social media. I've blown up, right? And I'm not like overly proud of the fact that I blew up for that, but it was viral and it was a big deal. And everybody associated with the radio station outside of Jim Mudd and Jilly thought I was the biggest piece of shit on the planet. They all hated me. And that's Matt Thomas fucking hated me, and Adam Clanton hated me, and Clanton's wife hated me, and Michael Connor. All these people who hated me already now view this as their opportunity to really hate me. Now, keep in mind, I didn't know the whole station had been kicked off until later down the road, but um, you know, we sat there at the mall. They came up to us and said, hey, if you guys fuck around one more time, you guys are out of here. We go back to the hotel. We get a call to find out that everybody's kicked off a radio row and everybody has to leave. I think Matt was about to start broadcasting, and uh, they said, you guys have to leave. Okay, fine. Again, I don't need to go into great detail on all this again. The bullshit narrative that I got us kicked out was bullshit and lazy, and it's because people didn't like me. But the truth doesn't matter. Anyway. I've told you this story before, but I'll say this again because it has to do with Mac and what happened with him in Philly last night, this TikTok video that's going around of him like being held back by security people because he's being heckled by some Philly asshole. Or I don't know how it all started. Who knows? But I will say this about Mac. When we got uh, back to the hotel, which Mac had paid for and everything, and Mac had paid for the whole trip, that's an important part to remember about this, is that Mac had paid for the whole trip, and it was a last-minute thing. That's why we didn't have a table at Radio Row. That's why we had to share a table at Radio Row. That's why we were flagged, and that's why we were ultimately kicked out, but whatever. So it was a quick turnaround. We got there, I think, uh, on Tuesday or whenever it was. We got there Wednesday, Tuesday. I forgot when it was. But we stayed at a La Quinta. Mac paid for that. He paid for all these uh, these winners, these heroes of Harvey to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, all, everybody from the station went that wanted to go. Uh, Mac paid for all of this. A ton of cash for us to be on Radio Row. And uh, obviously, we were not on Radio Row. We got kicked out. We had to eventually go uh, to the broadcast over at, um, over at uh, whatchamacallit, uh, how the hell am I forgetting the name of the, the Perkins? So we were at Perkins. And I remember Mac, and I remember where I was when that happened, man. I was in the hallway. I was on my way to the um, the room. Jim had already gone to his room where Jason Braddock was, and Braddock was just berating him. But not berating Jim, because no one berated Jim. That's the good life that Jim got to lead, is no one ever berated him or acted like Jim was any sort of issue. It was always me. Like, Josh is the problem, and he's brainwashed this Jim Mudd, and that's why this is happening. No one ever got pissed at Jim. Always got pissed at Josh. Whatever is what it is. But they're yelling, and I mean, it's rough, right? I could just hear him just berating him. And my phone rings when we're in the room, and I see that it's Mac. And I answer the phone, hey, Mac. Hey, Josh, you trying to fight that guy? I, I mean, I didn't try to fight him, Mac. It just sort of happened that way. Hey, hey, hey you get kicked out? You get kicked out of Radio Row? 
And I said, yeah, it's made news everywhere. You know, we're out. Now, I just want to be clear. It wasn't necessarily my fault that we got kicked out. It's because we were. He goes, yeah, okay. You know, let me tell you something. I go to the Colonel, the Colonel Parker School of uh, of Business. No, no press is bad press. I'm like, well, thanks, Mac. That's great. Mac, the guy who spent all the money, thought it was fantastic. Everybody else thought it was shit and wanted me fired and kicked out, and I had to have long conversations with my boss. And there were group texts about going to a lunch together. Nobody wanted to go. I offered to go and pay for everybody to go to lunch and iron things out. Nobody fucking went. Like it was all bullshit. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. But anyway, I bring this up because of Mac and this video that's on TikTok of Mac. All we see is Mac's response to somebody and him being held back by security. Look, I don't know Mac to be a guy that's just going to snap on somebody unless someone's a real dickhead. And let's just kind of connect the dots here, right? Philly is like 98% dickheads, in particular at sporting events. It's what they're proud of. It's who they are, right? They are proud of the fact that they are loathsome pieces of shit. They wear it as a badge of honor. And they can do that because all of these dopey media people pander to them because they are afraid of Philadelphia people and they're afraid of what Philly people can do to them and can ruin them and make their lives miserable and everything. So they kiss their ass. I mean, watch the game last night. Boy, these Philly fans, they've waited so long for this and they're the most passionate fans in sports and they're loud and we love them. Philly, 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 Philly fans. All these Philly fans do is bitch about how the media hates them, yet all the media people do is stroke them nonstop because they are afraid of them. So from that regard, I guess I'll give you some credit because you've drawn fear into the hearts of every media person, in particular in the social media era, where they don't want to be harassed by you all day. They feel it's easier to just blow you for a couple hours on a broadcast than say anything negative about you because they don't want to go to their Twitter and have four million McDougals going after them saying they fucking hate them and they're pieces of shit. So, fine. But knowing Mac the way I know Mac, and I've known him for, again, five or six years, we're not best friends or anything like that, but I know him enough. There ain't no way a guy who's a very smart, savvy businessman who is very, uh, very smart in the way he goes about his business and cultivates an image very well. Somebody had to have been a real motherfucker to get him to that point. And if you're going to say, Josh, whose side are you on on this one? Which, uh, who do you think started it? I have zero doubt 
zero that some McDougal, whether he's a drunk McDougal, that's the other thing about McDougals. They don't have to be drunk. They're just assholes. That's like in their DNA. When they're shat out of their fucking mom's womb, they're assholes. That's how they're bred. It's like whether it's a chip on their shoulder, whatever it is, it's an inferiority complex. It's because they, they come from uneducated morons, whatever it is. They're shat out of the womb, and they are just naturally pieces of shit. I, I don't know why. Now, I want to be clear. Not everybody in Philly is a McDougal. I have a lot of friends who are good people there. Like, I think people hear this and they go, why are you shitting on the whole fan base? McDougal is not Philly fan in general. McDougal is a special offshoot breed of Philly fan, right? Like, I've got friends, like the guys I used to hang out with at the Moose, they're great. They're awesome people, but they're not pieces of shit. They're not the kind of people who I think would be such pieces of shit that Mattress Mac would be broken by them. They're not those type of people. Like Taz, who works at WIP. Wonderful guy. One of my best friends. I love the guy. I miss him dearly. He ain't like that. He's a normal, level-headed person. So when you hear this, don't think I'm saying that all Philly people are pieces of shit and are McDougals. But the ones who are McDougals are gigantic pieces of shit. And they appreciate being pieces of shit. And they're trash. And that's who they are. And that's okay. A lot of fan bases have trash parts or trash elements cities have trash elements everybody's got their elements that are trash philly people in general and i'm trying to be nice here right like i, I don't want to start fights with you guys i don't think all philly people are bad people i had you know, i had some nice moments when i was there i'm trying to find my zen a little bit since i'm not fighting with people on twitter and facebook right now i like you guys a little bit since i've abandoned those those platforms i'm fine with that but but the, the, the monster that is McDougal is a giant piece of shit, and he's proud of being a piece of shit, and I guess to a degree that's commendable, but on the, you know, hey, I'm a piece of shit, I know I'm a piece of shit, rock on, but he's a special brand of piece of shit, and anybody who can push Mac to that level had to have said or done something really fucked up. Now, I saw that... Um, that uh, that uh, Dave Portnoy had talked about this and said that, uh, you know, it's kind of fair game on both sides because Mac has to know that's coming and Mac's probably stressed out because he's got 15 mil on the line in the game and all that. I don't know. Like, now I am a believer that if you're going to go into a scenario, you have to know what the situation is. We've talked about this with many instances before. Like, it's not your fault that you get mugged by somebody, but if you walk through a shitty part of town, you can't be surprised. Like, if muggings happen every night in this neighborhood and you're walking through town wearing some Jordans and some chains and shit and someone mugs you, you can't be shocked that someone mugged you, right? It's not your fault. You shouldn't be punished for that decision. The other people should, but you got to know better. We had that discussion about the kids in, in uh, during the, the the height of the kneeling stuff with Kaepernick. We talked about that with um, uh, when we talked about those kids kneeling, like five-year-old kid football players kneeling during their game, and all the people in Beaumont were pissed off about it. Well, you're in fucking Beaumont. Like, what do you think is going to happen when a bunch of kids kneel for the national anthem that are five and have no idea what they're doing it for? Of course, you're putting those kids in a bad spot. 
So you can't be shocked when people are assholes about it. So I get that. So Matt, going into Philly, you're you're wearing Astros gear. You have to anticipate that you're going to have people talk shit to you. That's just part of the game. And you're famous, and you were out there earlier in the day giving away mattresses to vets. You're a very famous face. And oh, by the way, you bet 15 or whatever millions of dollars it was on the Astros to win the whole thing. So you have to expect that. Is he probably a little bit stressed out? Maybe. But I also know this about Mac. There's no way he's not covered in this in some way. That's one of the things I've learned about Mac is people say, oh, my God, he's got 15 or the biggest bet ever. Yes, but there's no way Mac's just flying by the seat of his pants and it's I'm either going to have 30 million or zero. There's no way that's the case. He knows what he's doing. So I'm not concerned about him there. So I don't believe this was a case of, oh, Max, you know, on the verge of losing 15 million dollars. So he snapped on some McDougal asshole. I don't believe that. I think eventually what happens is these McDougals push you to the fucking limit and you know they're trash. You know they're losers. You know this is all they have. They're going nowhere in life. And at some point you just lose your fucking mind on these people. That's what happens to me. Like I'm not some like hyper successful millionaire. But I've had multiple major market sports radio jobs. I've been in the radio business for 20 years. I work in a pretty decent-sized market now that's going to probably be a top 30 market before you know it. I have a number one rated morning show. I've made hundreds of thousands. I mean, I've made tons of money in my life doing this. I've been very successful, right? I should know better to not fuck with these guys or respond to them. But McDougal has this incredible ability to make people respond. In a way, again, I commend him because it's a gift. It's a gift that this person has, this McDougal has, to the point where you know he's a loser. You know sports is all he has. You know he's probably never even played sports because he fucking sucks at it. Or he got to like high school and relives his glory days. You know his wife's fucking ugly. You know his kids are fucking stupid. You know he lives in a shitty row home. You know all these things about McDougal. You know, he idolizes our man, Lenny Dykstra, like idolize him as a fucking shrine to him. You know, he went after Richard Marks on Lenny's behalf on Twitter. Like he would have shown up to help Lenny Dykstra find his teeth in the, in the uh, trash at Jersey Mike's. Like that's how much he loves him. Like that's who McDougal is. And you know all this and you know, you're better than McDougal and you know, your life is better than McDougal's. And maybe that's why it makes it easier to snap. But McDougal has this ability, and maybe it's the accent, and maybe you know exactly what he looks like. He's got a fucking hoodie on, and over the hoodie, he's either got a Birds jersey, or a Michael Jack Schmidt jersey, or an Embiid jersey, or a Mike Quick jersey, or a Flyers jersey, Bernie Perrant. You know he's got it. Or, you know, he's got like the jersey of the guy who left a couple years ago and it was cheap over at Foreman Mills. He's got that guy's jersey. You know that, like, you know the story. You know who McDougal is. Yet somehow you still let him get you. I get baited in by McDougal all the time. And I think it's because you know you're better than McDougal. And you're like, who the fuck are you to tell me anything, motherfucker? Like, if I'm Mattress Mac, I'm like, I'm a fucking millionaire. I just bet 15 million, 10 million, whatever it is on the World Series. What the fuck do you do? Go to your nine to five or you cunt and leave me alone. But it like, but McDougal, the other thing about McDougal that's fascinating, that really intrigues me, is that McDougal has no real pride. Like he has nothing but pride, maybe is the word I'm looking for. Shame. He has no shame. McDougal will never back down. 
You can sit there and try to argue with McDougal and go back and forth and say, well, you're wrong here and I can give you facts. McDougal does not care. McDougal is convinced that he is right and will never leave that stance. You will always be wrong. And these are the things that I'm learning Like I, I like now that I've you know gotten away from talking to McDougal for the last week and it's been kind of cathartic in a way. Uh, like you kind of step back and realize it. These guys are fucking mind assassins. I don't even know that they do it on purpose. It's just their natural shitty demeanor. That's who they are. They're fucking lunatic loser people. Again, not all Philly people. There are some wonderful folks. One of the nicest humans on the planet is a woman by the name of Cindy Webster. She works with Angelo Cataldi. Nicest woman I've ever met. Just loves the Phillies. So when they play well, like I'm like, good for her because she's a diehard Phillies fan. And I appreciate that and I love her. There are some wonderful people. And that's what I'm learning to do is separate the shitty ones from the good ones. But McDougal is like this, like this monster. And McDougal is an offshoot. It's like the like if McDougal fans are if, if Philly fans are Sherman Clump, McDougal is Buddy Love. And you get him into a stadium and you get him hammered and you get him talking shit to the other team and you get his what little testosterone he's got left going, he becomes a monster. And that's who McDougal is. So when I see Mac, like I was I was actually upset watching that video because I admire Mac. And even Mac broke at the hands of McDougal. Mattress Mac, legend, gabillionaire, has enough money to bet $10, $15 million on a singular series. And McDougal was able to get to him. And I have no idea how it started. I don't know if the guy was in his face. I don't know what was the, all I've seen is the one video of the security people getting between them. That's all I've seen. But holy shit, McDougal has been able to to break Mattress Mac. Unbelievable. Like a part of me died watching that. And then a part of me said, you know what though? Hey, Hey, even millionaires, they're just like you and me. They can be baited into anger by McDougal. Unreal. My heart hurts a little bit today.